0: scare me
1: yeah no the cult like the cult was cool but
0: hi lovers welcome back to daily dose of serotonin um as you might hopefully have noticed i have changed the podcast cover art um i don't know if i like it or not though uh one thing i am sure of is that i'm really indecisive and will be changing it uh probably a bunch more times until i find out find one that i actually really like um but right now i mean i like it it's cute i think it's fun got that little has a little serotonin model. I don't know. I did it myself. I like drew everything myself. I'm like a little artist, guys. I'm pretty good at graphic design if I say so myself, but uh, let me know what you think about it. Let me know if you like it. Let me know how I could make it better because I know that I definitely can. I don't know. I don't know what exactly the vision I have is for it, so we'll see. Anyway, today we have another guest. This is our first guest, from another, from a fellow, a fellow podcaster guest, so I was really excited to record this with her, and, um, we did it remotely, obviously, because we're not, like, you know, living in the same vicinity, so, um, I know the audio gets a little weird at some points, and it sounds like we're cutting each other off, but, I promise that we were not doing that. Um, it was just how the audio synced. It synced a bit off for each of our um microphones. So I apologize. But I don't think it really takes away from the conversation. So just be be wary of that. Be like if if you hear us just talking over each other and you're like, what is happening? I promise we weren't like trying to like ignore each other and talk over each other it's it's just it's just the fact that i don't know how to do a remote audio recording yet because this is my first one anyway um without further ado here is me and aya all right guys so we have our first guest from another podcast this is aya hi um i'm excited to be here (laughs) so Aya has her own podcast so why don't you give a little plug tell us what it's about what it's called
1: all right um so hi my name is Aya I'm found at Aya on all social media platforms I'm on the podcast the next page with Chloe and Aya we kind of just talk about pop culture kind of situation where it's like books tv shows um our favorite ships music and we honestly just started it because we are super similar and have so many shared interests. And yeah, you can find us on all platforms where you can stream podcasts. So Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Audible, all of those. And on social media, we are at the
0: next page pod. All right. Um, I was going to ask you our, our questions, our guest questions. That was what I was going to ask. So first question for Aya is, would you pass a drug test? Yes, I would. I'm so proud of you. I don't think anyone's ever. Said, I don't think anyone's ever ever <laughs> said that here. <laughs> our next question is: What does the B in BYOB stand for? Bring your own brie cheese. Bring <laughs> Your own brie cheese. I love that. Yeah,
1: I have one of my best friends is obsessed with brie cheese, and now every time I hear like the letter B, I instantly just hear brie cheese. <laughs>
0: So I met Aya on TikTok and if you remember the episode I did, I think like two episodes ago, I was talking about how I don't have any mutuals on TikTok and (sighs) Aya is literally the only mutual I have. She was my first mutual. I don't even remember. Here's something, this is something really funny is that I like saw you on my For You page one day and it said that I was your, that we were friends and I was like, who is like, when did I follow her? And I could not (laughs) figure out if I like did it and forgot or if I accidentally did it or something I don't know you just showed up and I was like okay I guess it's just <laughs> like it's just a it's just um fate I guess yeah I
1: always get really shocked when people with like a lot of followers follow me or like follow me back and so I remember like you followed me and I I like I went on like my Twitter like my private little Twitter account and I tweeted on like Because I I love to like make jokes about how I'm getting TikTok famous. Um, And so I was like, guys, a bit like someone with a lot of followers followed me and they were like,
0: what? Like, why? And I was like, what? I I don't know. Oh, my God. I need I need to see this tweet. That's so funny. (laughs) No, I think I literally I don't. Remember, I don't even. I don't even know. I don't literally have like no. I have no recollection of like when I followed <laughs> you or like why you just you just like showed up. You like hacked my TikTok and followed yourself, and I was just like, "That's, that's exactly
1: what I, what I did. Yeah, I, <laughs> I that's it. how I'm gaining clout. That's
0: how I'm going yes. to gain
1: clout is through hacking yes. people. You know that that's I how you make it. Really,
0: it could really work for you, yeah. But um, we. So yeah, you're my I think you're like my only mutual that like I actually talk to cuz the rest are from the cult. <laughs> and I don't and they scare me. Yeah, no. The cult like the cult was
1: cool, but half of them like I gained maybe 250 followers from the cult, um which is really cool. I mutualed back maybe I didn't mutual back anyone who was uh, first of all below the age of like 16 and yeah. second of all i didn't mutual back people who had like no content and so that was like so i maybe like was like a hundred people and honestly already half of those 100 people have already unfollowed me so
0: yeah like the I- moment i changed my profile picture back to like my normal one i feel like everyone just unfollowed me because they were like I don't yeah know who she is i don't remember doing this <laughs> yeah know, and I'm, I'm like okay I was so overwhelmed and I just went and I followed everyone back and I was like, okay, I don't know what I'm doing. Cause I was just like, I was just so overwhelmed. Then the people like kept commenting on like my videos and stuff. And I was just like, okay, I don't know what's happening here. And then I like went and I like weeded out the people that like are too young for me to be following Mm -hmm. or like people that just like obviously don't like use TikTok or anything. And I, but I, for like the first like few days after I was so overwhelmed because every time I opened the app, it was just like, all of my mutuals just everywhere and I just like couldn't escape them and I just wanted to see like my like regular TikTok content but it was just like they were just everywhere
1: yeah no I I don't know what niche I am on on TikTok like I started as um like posting Percy Jackson jokes um and then I like kind of evolved to making like book content but then I would kind of just make like the thing is is with Taylor Swift or musician TikTok, it's a lot of like ranking my favorite tracks or ranking my favorite albums or whatever. And personally, okay, that content is interesting, I guess. Like I like seeing people's opinions, but I don't like making it. I find it super boring. So I just, I don't have a set niche. So when, I, when like I followed a bunch of people with the Taylor Swift icon, I was like, okay, yeah, this is fine. But then it like my entire feed was, ranking taylor swift albums and i was like okay but i don't i don't want to see just that i want something else in there like it's just it was just a lot of like this is what season 1989 is and i was like okay i i guess like i i don't know
0: i have a ton of audio saved that are like just a bunch of songs and I'm like eventually I will I'll do I'll rank them and I know I'm never going to yeah I like it's just so much work and I because you have to, like first you have to like think about where you want to put them and then just like editing the video
1: oh that takes forever
0: It's so much work yeah
1: like and to I, be honest I mine only will rack up like 300 400 views I'm not doing all that for 300 400 views you mm-hmm. know what I mean like no mm-hmm.
0: I keep seeing this one account and they do like it's like a who's out type of thing but it's like with all of Taylor's albums Mm -hmm. but they're not even like they're not even like videos showing who's out it's just like the lead up to it it's just like them moving an x around the screen for like a minute (laughs) and they never say which album is out and I'm so annoyed and the videos are from like a really long time ago but they just keep popping up and I don't like them because they're I like don't like like them so that they don't show up, but they keep showing up. And like, I like the Taylor Swift content, but stuff like that, I don't want to see. It's
1: like it's clickbait, but on TikTok.
0: Yeah, literally, <laughs> I like well, I will sit there and I'm like, okay, like who's out? And then there's just nothing. And I'm like, okay
1: yeah no I feel Why like I here? yeah I feel like it started with ranking and then rankings kind of everyone was like all right well we ranked whatever we could rank at this point so what's next and then I kept seeing a lot of like the colors as albums or my top three from every album or ranking her entire discography and then it just kind of also evolved into like now it's it's just like random videos. Like there's that don't stop singing challenge now that everyone's doing. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, I guess. Like I see the appeal kind of, but also like not really. Like I prefer seeing stuff like memes on my like for you page like memes or whatever where like you take an audio and you turn it into a joke, but those don't do as well. They never do as well. So
0: Yeah. I'm always just sc- I like the like keep singing ones, but not to like make them out. It's like when I see them and I'm like I just sing and I see if I can do it. Yeah,
1: no, but my my drafts I have two hundred plus drafts because I, I have
0: like six hundred.
1: Yeah, because I just I will make videos and I don't want to like like those like put a finger down like early two thousand like early edition yes. or whatever. I love doing those, but I don't think that they're like content if that makes sense. You know what I mean? Like it's something yeah, fun like to I've do.
0: Never post them. Yeah, yeah.
1: Like, I have a bunch with, like, my little sister, like, my brother. They'll just be in the room, and I'll be like, guys, guys, let's just do this, just for the fun of it. And so we'll start it, and I never post it. My brother once asked me, he's like, why don't you post it? I was like, it's boring. No one, like, I mean, I guess there are some people that want to watch it, but, like, personally, I don't. So it's whatever.
0: You know, I I will, like, make those videos. My friends are like, oh, did you post it? And I'm like, no. And they're like, oh, we'll post it. Because, like, they're, like, I do it with them, and I'm like, I'm like, I don't. Like we're just doing it for like fun. Yeah. Like I don't want to post them. It's just like funny to like have in my draft.
1: Yeah. No. I feel like a lot of my videos are for fun for drafts. Um. I have I have okay. videos from um, when I was at work. Like you're you're obviously not allowed to film TikToks at work. But um, me and my coworkers would sometimes like I quit, so I can I can say this because I quit. I don't work there anymore. But yeah. um. <laughs> We, like, would film TikToks and I just have a bunch of them drafted. And my coworker was like, well, now that you're, like, not employed there anymore, you can post them without getting in trouble. Um, and I was like, yeah, you're right. But also, like, they're just stupid. They're just, like, us messing around at work. So.
0: When I... So back to us becoming mutuals, this is why I think that it was just, like, fate. And I think that someone and a higher power just took my phone and followed you. Because, like, as, like, I was... Like, when I was, like, first following you, I would, like, see your videos a lot and stuff. And then I was, like, seeing your content and I was, like, why is... Why are we the same person? <laughs> like, I remember, like, I would, like, comment on, like, your videos and be, like, okay, wait. Like, every time I see one of your videos, I get, like, more and more scared because it's just, like, seeing myself. Yeah. Because it started... It started with your, like, Percy Jackson um videos. And I'm, like, a closeted Greek mythology fan. Like, I don't really, like talk about it that much I'm not like a super fan I'm not like huge about it but I love learning about it and I think it's so cool and then the Taylor Swift stuff that like we like you were posting and everything and I was like okay <laughs> interesting and then I posted like about my Animal Crossing makeup and then you commented and I was like I was like, I was like oh my god like is there yeah! anything that we don't do the same I was like do we have anything not in common? You
1: literally posted the unboxing of your Animal Crossing package and then the next day mine arrived literally I Yeah I...
0: do I have do I have any do I have any unique experiences in my life No I
1: I find it really funny one of my favorite things to see people comment after they follow me is oh my god we're like the same like it's one of my favorite things to see because I I like I just love that there's people out there that like have the same personalities as me because like people I know like in person I obviously share some interests with them but not all of them and so it's really funny to me that I people will comment stuff like oh my god like we're the same or like oh my god same it's it makes me laugh to be honest I find it so funny and yeah I definitely think that you've commented that a bunch of times and every single time you've commented it it just like I would just start laughing I'm like yep I found I found my niche. This is my niche.
0: Your niche? Your niche is me. <laughs> now, I remember I, like, texted my friends, and I was like, guys, my mutual uh got the Animal Crossing makeup, too, and I was like, I'm getting a little scared at this point. <laughs> I was like, I don't know. I don't know what's going on, but it's a little, it's a little annoying. Yeah,
1: I am a fiend for Animal Crossing. I love that game so much. It's addicting. I love Animal
0: Crossing. It, it's I... I've been playing, my whole family is upset. We have five family members and we have four Nintendo Switches in the family. (laughs) We are like, and we got them, we bought the Switch with Animal Crossing. Like we didn't like do it for, like we all have like other games, but when we bought the Switch, we bought Animal Crossing as our first game for like all of us. We had it, we've been playing since City Folk. We had it on our Wii, which my brother broke. Fuck you, Sam. Because <laughs> um, we lost our town <laughs> that we spent years making. But, yeah, we had City Folk, and then now we all have Yeah, world. I never played it
1: when it was... I mean, it's because, like, when growing up, my entire family's into Nintendo. But, like, I never really bought games for myself. Um, It was mostly I would just play whatever my brothers would get. My brothers didn't buy Animal Crossing. But I got really into it when they released Pocket Camp. And I always liked the little aesthetic of Animal Crossing and everything. So, yeah. when they released Pocket Camp, they got really into it. And then New Horizons dropped, and I was like, I want this right now. Yeah. And I'm literally obsessed. I have a little KK Slider sticker on my laptop. And yeah. Um, and the little sticker sheet that came with the makeup collection is just like sitting in my room. I don't know where to put I don't it. Even know. <laughs> i don't know
0: where mine i think my is yeah. somewhere i saved all the packaging same and everything.
1: i saved all the packaging yeah. and yeah, yeah. i saved the box that it came in because they i was lucky enough to get the animal crossing box i was so (laughs) mad at you for getting that it's
0: so cute because you got it yours came after mine and you got this like actual like pr box Yeah, it's so so cute so it's like white on
1: the outside with a little leaf on it it looks like the package that you get like in the game and then you open it up and there's just a little message from um from wait what's his name (laughs) i forgot Tom Nook. yeah from Tom Nook yeah I Tom message Nook. from Tom Nook and it's so cute I love it so much my mom was like my mom was like don't you want to like get rid of it and I'm like no I'm just going to be hoarding boxes at this point like I don't care it's so yeah. cute
0: yeah mine was sitting mine was sitting on my desk for like a good like week and a half like all in the packaging and I like would take it out of the packaging to use it and I'd put it right back in and I still have like all my like lip um like the lipsticks are all in their like little boxes still. Yeah, everything. no, I think
1: I got I got rid of the packaging for the lipsticks because I ripped them out of excitement, and I was like, okay, well, you know, you tore them apart at this point. There's no need to keep it. But I kept the little the little box that all of the eyeshadows come in. It's just sitting there, and it's so cute. And I don't even, I haven't even properly started using them yet. Cause I haven't done my makeup in a while, but I'm just I'm wearing it right now. I'm wearing the lip crayons. I use the lip I crayons all it. the time. They're so good.
0: Yeah. I love, I, I like, yeah. Like I have all my little eyeshadows in the little box. So just cause it's like, it's, yeah. more, it's convenient, which I like that. It's like an easy box, but I love the, the museum and the Taylor's, um, the Toasty palettes. They're I use those so like all the time.
1: I need to like. I need to formulate unemployed. a makeup look. I I used to do um, back when quarantine first started, I used to do makeup looks based on book covers because I'm really into reading. Um, hence why our po- my podcast is called The Next Page because we love reading. But um, uh, I used to do like makeup looks based on book covers, and now I'm like, now that I'm unemployed and have a lot more time <laughs> on my hands, I'm like, yeah, I need to like get back into that because I just like it. I love like creating like really really insane makeup looks and i need i need to use these eyeshadows and super shock shadow arrived broken and i had to contact them and they sent me a new one and you know what's funny is i got the new one and as i was walking to my room to put it away it fell i tripped and fell and now there's a small (laughs) crack in the corner of it so it's like i i i got a
0: new one for nothing but it's fine it's fine oh my god (laughs) yeah I mine mine came broken but the thing is I live in a dorm and like trying to like get a package to like ship it back in and like no they just sent me a new one a whole new one I should have I should have made them give me a new one I just like took um I literally took I took like a little like those little like Mm -hmm. cotton pads and I took the back of a lighter and I just shoved it back in (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, no I, I really read because I saw
1: it like turns out it's a common thing because on my for you page because I posted it yeah. once I started getting a bunch of people's unboxing so a bunch of people talking about how super shock shadows are apparently notorious for arriving broken this is the first time I get one so I didn't know but yeah,
0: yeah no I've ordered from like them
1: that. all the time I love their eyeshadows but super shock shadows I just never gravitated towards and apparently they all they're like the formula is so sensitive that it does arrive broken a lot but yeah, I, I ended up getting- got sent a new
0: one, and I- So, we are here to talk about something very important going on in the world, um, <laughs> and that's Taylor's Re-Reportings. <laughs> this is top priority The way right that now. that came out.
1: <laughs> Even I didn't know where you were going for a second. I was like, wait, was like what waiting. are we talking
0: about? I Aya's I like, oh my god, yes, we're gonna talk about some good old, like- Important like politics type, and I'm like, <laughs> and she's like, oh, okay, thanks go. for having me, <laughs> and I'm done. <laughs> I gotta go. No, we're gonna talk about that. We'll talk about some actual important stuff, but first up, we need to talk about the recording. Yes,
1: recordings. we do. Um, I'm so excited. You know, those is, like key memes here. that are written like Facebook, um, posts. You know how like Facebook integrated that thing where they like post a text post basically. Uh, yeah so i saw one um, and it was it literally said the same thing it said like i want to die but i can't or i want to let me let me actually say in like a i guess safe way but it was like i want to unalive myself but i can't because taylor hasn't dropped all her re-recordings yet and it's just it's in my like saved memes i love it so much and i sent it to my friends once out of context and she was like what the hell is wrong with you and i was like uh um
0: a lot's wrong but... <laughs> what? yeah I know I I saw there's like a TikTok about the recordings and I commented and I was like Taylor Bestie I like take your time but for like my mental health and stability I need speak now to be dropped like, yeah. immediately like I just don't know if I can continue on without having that I that's what that's the one I'm most excited for is Speak Now because that's my all-time favorite album. It's the only album that I never skip. Like if I listen to that album, I'll listen to it and its just I won't skip um, anything.
1: I I don't know if you want to talk about this now, but I I have my top three favorite albums by her are Folklore, Lover, Reputation in that order. And all three of them have no skips to me.
0: <laughs> I'm so easy to please. <laughs> yeah, I... <laughs> I think Speak Now, obviously, is my top. I love 1989. I just, it yeah. was just like a cultural revolution. Because it's like the album that like changed it all. And I love like that. If you're in the right mood, like if you're like not depressed, not that's the new album. <laughs> Like, if you're mentally stable, like people, people, (laughs) if I'm, if I'm feeling particularly mentally stable one day, I can listen to it without skipping anything. Yeah, no. (laughs) It's rare, but it, but it does happen. But no, like, like, shake it off is so fun. 100%. Like, it's honestly so fun. And then the part where she's like, well, you've been getting down now with all the liars, that like part where she like starts like talking, that like scratches an itch in my brain. Like, I love
1: like when she's like this um beat my I love
0: 1989
1: I didn't realize it wasn't a liked album until I joined Taylor Swift talk because I am also I'm active on all social media low-key um so I'm on Twitter I'm on TikTok I'm on Tumblr so on Tumblr is like it no no one really talks about like which albums are bad. There's no such thing as album rankings. You just kind of like, like all the music. So I would see a lot of appreciation posts for 1989. And then on Twitter too, a lot of people really liked 1989. And then I joined Swift talk and everyone was like, no, 1989 sucks. It's the worst album in the world. And I was like, why? (laughs) To be honest, 1989 was, it was her. um, I, I don't like saying this because I, I can, I, still believe that she continues to rise in her career. But 1989 was really when her career peaked. Like, blank,
0: squa- blank space. Yeah. <laughs> blank, space. blank space. No, yeah, I remember, yes, that, like... Style. Was, oh, oh, my yeah. God, style. Of, oh, my God, yes. But that was, like, her, like, an, yeah. a real pop album. Like, Red tried and, like say what you i know that you i like like red yeah i like red Red a lot
1: it used to be my favorite album until folklore came i
0: i Mm. like the songs individually but as an album and i said this for as it's so messy it's it's terrible yeah like it like it's it literally is like a bad wattpad book where like the author cannot do it's not cohesive at all um create like a create like a good thought yeah it's literally that's what reminds me of was like a, like, 13-year-old trying to run, like, a WAPA. Yeah, no, it's, it's really like, not
1: cohesive like, at all. I mean, she got... Out of it, she got I Knew Your Trouble and We Are Never Ever Getting Back Together, which were really, really good um, singles.
0: Yeah, those but are so
1: good. the issue with that yes, is... And I this is I say 19, that was her peak, because when she released We Are Never Ever Getting Back Together and then I Knew Your Trouble, People were... And 22 uh, as well. Like, all three of those songs were the lead singles off of the album, and they were all pop. And then you go and you... Like, as, like, someone who's never listened to Taylor Swift before and only listened to the radio, those songs are going to hook you. You're going to be like, all right, bet I need to listen to this album. And then the album is just, it doesn't know what it is because it has country songs and it has ballads and yeah. then it has pop songs. And it was just a very big mix of them and it wasn't cohesive. Versus 1989, and that's why, like, a lot of people were annoyed at Red, like, obviously, I mean. Rightfully so, we're allowed to be annoyed at Red. And then, yeah. um, nineteen eighty nine came along, and nineteen eighty nine had its lead singles, which were all really good, like "Shake It Off," "Style," um, what what else? "Wild Streams, Plank Space," like, yeah, least, all three of those. And, and then you yeah. like you listen to those, and then if you listen to the rest of the album, it's the same. It only has about two slow songs. It has "You Are in Love" and, um this love which Mm -hmm. if you're not into slow songs you can easily skip those but even if you're someone who doesn't love slow songs those two songs are so I guess meaningful and like lyrically they're beautiful that a lot of people who even if you don't love pop you're gonna love that
0: album and I just yeah and there's I think it's her only album with no sad songs on it like i don't think there's like obviously like this love and like yeah you are in love are like slow and like more like somber, yeah. but
1: they're and even um about, i guess like, people always say clean is the saddest song on the album and rightfully so but the way that it's written and the way that it's performed it doesn't necessarily sound sad as much as it sounds like a, a fresh start you know what i mean like and that's why i love it as a closer yes. off of the album yeah, it's very nice. because the songs that are sad like lyrically a lot of them are sad like all you have to do is stay it's sad inherently like it it is um yeah and even like out of the woods is sad but because the rain in such a happy way the album in on itself is super upbeat like like yeah i could be crying my eyes out to um out of the woods but i will also be dancing you know like it's
0: yeah, like, all you had to do was stay, you, it was, like, you're, like, jumping around, like, the living room with your girlfriends, yeah. like, you're, like, screaming that one, you're not, like, you're not, like, lying on the floor, crying <laughs> like you would, it's, like, all I have bad. to confess something, I wasn't, I didn't think all too well was
1: that sad, until Swift Talk, and until, like, I, I, not necessarily joined the fandoms, like, because, I don't know, like, I just, until I, like, really integrated myself into, like, Taylor Swift related content, that's when, I started to realize that people think All Too Well is, like, a really, really sad song. But before that, my, the saddest song to me off of um, Red was I Almost Do. I, I guess a lot of people don't agree with that. But, like, that song, when I would used to listen to it growing up, I would cry. Like, I would tear up every single time I listened to it. All Too Well, I can listen to it without crying. Like, it doesn't matter to me. People are like, I if I listen to Altal, well, I have a breakdown. I'm like, I don't. But
0: oh, girl, I, <laughs> I have a breakdown. But I like, like I said, I Red is my least favorite album. I think this like some of the songs are my favorites, but like the album, I don't like. And like when it came out, I was kind of like not in like I was, like I was like Taylor Speak now, and I was Taylor for 1989. But like when Red came out, it mm-hmm. wasn't a Taylor time in my life. So I honestly have not listened to, I didn't listen to all too well until like November of last year. And then I like, and then in literally November, I started listening to it. And then when Spotify Raps came out, it was like one of my, it was like in my top five songs. It's so hard that she tells the story. It like actually, it like really like hits home for me. And I like, it resonates with me like more than like, Yeah. And I get it. I do. Like,
1: lyrically, um, like, there's so many lyrics, like, the one-liners in there that if you take out of context, they just break you. Um, And I don't blame people for that. Like, I say, I say the song that makes me, like, the song that you will catch me having a breakdown to is This Is Me Trying off of Folklore. But before it was This Is Me Trying, um, before Folklore came out, it was Innocent. Like, Innocent was the song I, I, can't I can't listen to it now like I can't listen to that song without at least tearing up because like it just hurts it hurts so bad and that's like that's what I kind of I really like about Taylor Swift's music is like it gets you if you're you will somehow find at least one song that you will be able to resonate with you know what I mean like it really doesn't matter. Like that's song. Like there, there will yeah. be a song that resonates mm-hmm. with you, whether it be "All Too Well," "This Is Me Trying," "Maribel," "August," "Do Come Back," "Be Here." Like you're in love. Like you can resonate with so many. Like yes. if you're lucky enough to be a happy person and resonate with like paper rings, I'm so happy for you. But personally, that's not me. <laughs> like I can't listen to you belong with me. First of all, I I don't want to listen to a pick me anthem. <laughs>
0: First of all, but <laughs> well, Yeah. I don't I wasn't I was never really into you belong I was never really into her like big fearless songs. Like I didn't love like Love Story, I love it, but I don't really I never really like listened to it. And like You Belong With Me is like the same thing. And um, Off the Well guitar, no, so I became a fan of her, of her in her fearless era.
1: Um I was I think I was like I think it came out in two thousand eight, so I was like eight years old. Um, and that was when I first yeah. started listening to her. Teardrops on my guitar, I had heard it um, on the radio, obviously, when I was younger, but 2008 was when we, like, we got a desktop computer. YouTube had just started up, and my parents let us have computer time, and so a little eight-year-old me used to go, Taylor Swift, you belong with me, lyrics, and I would listen to that. I would listen to like all of it and that's kind of how I really got into her music was through that like through youtube this is for the real ones youtube lyric videos and you would have to dig the iMovie editions one where it would have like really pretty like font like filters or whatever transitions and then also you would have to dig to try to find unpitched versions too because big machine records was so quick To take down videos for copyright. (laughs) Like the amount of times. I would have to scroll through. To try to find one without um, pitch. Or without like echo. Yeah no. That like. And that's how I kind of started listening to her. Was through that. And then my dad got me like an iPod shuffle. And I learned how to. I guess like basically burn CDs.
0: But I would just transfer them. Onto my iPod. I didn't remember that I had the fearless the platinum cd and the debut cd and i would like put my little my little radio and i would like listen to them and i had a i had a microphone with like the stand like actual like a microphone that like you know like like a like a a artist would have and i'd be in my room singing (laughs) i didn't buy like
1: cds and stuff like i've actually owned the taylor swift album which is weird but yeah i never owned one for as big as a fan as i am now like jumping to buy her merch and stuff. When I was younger, I never did. Maybe it's because I live I I mean I lived in a different country and merch wasn't yeah. accessible. So
0: Yeah, so that's probably why. Oh well yeah yeah. I I remember when I was like young I have this one memory that I went to like the library because we would I would like go to like the public library like all the time and I I like um borrowed like a taylor swift cd i think it was fearless i borrowed it and i think i like brought it home and i was asking my dad if he could like put it on my ipod and he's like so that's illegal and i was like <laughs> okay and what about it? i was like i don't i don't know what you're trying to get at here no like i don't understand know. why we can't do it like who's gonna find out i literally was like i was like who was gonna like come and find out that i like stole it that i'm like using like a cd that i got from the library like just put it on the ipad just, no or the i was like just just do it just like no one's gonna find out just stop but I got yeah, I only had those two CDs. I don't. I didn't get anything after that. I know that. I, but yeah, that's like. And then, because then when like I like I like <laughs> I said like Red, I just like completely like, boycotted. I just like just ignored it. And then, 1989 came out when I like had like a phone so i remember like pulling up apple music yeah and
1: being yeah like, i to, was like, the whole album yeah i honestly excuse that i used to just like download the songs onto my like la- like my phone debut yeah. fearless and speak now all kind of blend into one album for me um like yeah i feel like like debut and fearless for me yeah speak now hits different I though i love like, speak like, like, like the, the same much. thing it's it was definitely the album that really really got me yeah, into her that. Uh, Also remember, um, this is something very niche. And it's one of the reasons why I got like gained a a lot of my followers. And um, if you go check out my podcast, it's the first episode that we ever posted was it was linking Persebeth, which is the ship from Percy Jackson, and Taylor Swift. And so when I was younger, and I was reading, um, like, the Percy Jackson books, or the Heroes of Olympus books, I'd already read the Percy Jackson books, but reading the heroes of olympus books and then listening to taylor swift like i remember linking those so clearly in my head and there used to be videos on like um youtube that were like um taylor swift love story percy jackson music video and it was just a bunch of like edits like a bunch of like, fo- like photos like or drawings or whatever put together and i just remember watching those and like falling in love with them and i was like yes yes this makes sense in my head like my little like Child brain just linked these interests and it just stuck, and that made that honestly made me love her more. Is the fact that I was able to link her to a lot of my other interests I was like yeah. And then when Haylor happened, my little Directioner Swifty brain was like, yes, yes, this makes so much sense.
0: You know, I I like never like Taylor and Purseup until I listened to your podcast. Like I never even like I feel like I did I like don't link music with I link it with like real like my experiences but I never link it with like other songs or oh well I'm terribly
1: single um, I've been single my whole life I'm 21 years old I know that's embarrassing I've been single my whole life but um I I like I I never really experienced the things that she would talk about in her music. Like I just I mean I experienced a few things or I managed to make those things like, I managed to link them to me um, in other contexts. Like, I know a lot of her songs are about, like, heartbreak, but I would just li- link them to other things. Um, but I don't know. My, like, ever since I was younger, I just, I liked linking them. Like, my Spotify is primarily ship playlists. It's like, oh, songs remind me of X of X ship. Songs remind me of this series. You know, like, I just link them. And I don't know. It helps. Maybe it's my, like, my comfort. <laughs> is like to it do that. It makes a but lot of sense. Yeah. It's literally, I'm not even doing like the the second I will finish a <laughs> book, I'll be like, all right, I'm gonna be on Spotify for the next two hours, just curating a beautiful playlist, and then that playlist will be all that I listen to for like two weeks. I could be completely over the books, but my like ADD, I guess, keeps me attracted to that playlist.
0: I I feel like I like make playlists of uh, like that have like a story within the songs. Like, I just made to bring oh, up- Oh, that's why it's also great. The Taylor um, and That Harry's one's um, hilarious. Dracula Man's Potter playlist. <laughs> and I was like, yes. Yes. <laughs> I I love it, because it's, like, it just is, like, so accurate. Like, I- I don't know. Just even, like, just, like, the song mm-hmm. titles, Like, really, like, even without listening to the songs, it tells a story. Do you, do you believe the theory, though? A hundred percent. Why
1: wouldn't I? Okay, yeah. Okay.
0: I, like- like there's just it's yeah um i believe it for it to not have happened like taylor's i don't she's like she's not she's not doing a good job at like trying to hide it's just it's it's honestly funny to me too like it's so obvious um like i don't know it's it's funny
1: and the the fact that they all have lyrics about like you know um like i guess like not necessarily crashing but driving
0: and it's just like yeah it exists. like the like out of the woods out of the woods is such a like main like it's, yeah, it's, such, I love it's like it. the main song for the theory in my opinion even if it's not true, i think it's i think it's just like fun but i think it'd be really funny if it was like a publicity stunt and they were like let's pretend that we like committed yeah. manslaughter, and harry was like okay i'm down I guess they kind of, like, draw on the same story, if that makes sense. Uh, so maybe that's
1: just why they have, like, links on. But maybe their story is that they committed yeah. vehicular manslaughter. You never know.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, so... I think it definitely is. We haven't even talked about the re-recording. I said, I said, okay, guys, re-recording time. Um, and then so we what order do you think they're like going to come in? We about anything but. I honestly... I really don't know. Like, I, I think, like, the theory that she's going to do them in order from Fearless to Reputation and then release debut at the end mm-hmm. to be, like, and then, like, release it because it's, like, Taylor Swift, like, this is me type of thing. I think that that's, like, I like it, but I don't think it's going to happen. I think it'd be, like, really, really cool if she did that, but I don't think she is. And I also, like, the, I don't know. I just feel like I just wish she, like, released them, like, chronologically. That's just, like... I don't know I don't like the fact that she's like switching it up like I would rather wait for like the albums I really like in order for I think to, like, skipping debut, debut made a lot of it, sense like as like, the um, one, just like, because she
1: but. wasn't well known back then and um I don't know I personally for me like I don't care for debut and I think a lot of people also don't there's like maybe two people that are like debut warriors but besides that not really and so I think skipping debut made a lot of sense because no ultimately no one's gonna sit there and hype up debut even when it gets recorded even when it's written even when it's recorded with a more more mature voice the songs on there are lacking like there's no like the lyrics lyrically a lot of them are beautiful but ultimately they are lacking especially if you're jumping from a release like evermore and so it makes it made sense in my head that we were gonna get fearless first and Especially because, uh, like, Love Story, You Belong With Me, were, like... And White Horse were, like, her big singles that put her on the map. Yeah. yeah, Fearless And so like it, se- it makes sense to me. Fearless but I know a lot of people like are is. upset about it. I know a lot of people are also theorizing that she's releasing an order of success. So the next one would be 1989 and then Red and then Speak Now and then Debut. I think that if she releases it in that order it's going to piss people off
0: mm-hmm.
1: and that's why I think she's going to play it safe a- Play it safe after yeah. debut and just release yeah. Speak Now and then I think she's just going to continue going in order and I don't think she's going to do an official release for debut I don't think debut is going to be like an album drop hype situation like she's doing with Fearless like she'd do with the other albums I think it's just going to be like alright and here's also debut
0: Yeah, I, I just, it just, like, feels incomplete for her to not, like, I hope that she's not, like, gonna completely skip it. I feel like it's just, like, because then it's just, like, incomplete. And also, like, the reason is to have, like, all of her songs be her own. So, like, the same thing with, like, if she, like, leaves out songs, it's, like, it just kind of, like, defeats the purpose of what she's trying to do here. Like, she's not trying to release the music to make it better. She's doing it so that it's all her own. So I think it was yeah, just, and it that's like, like a really good, good I guess move to not release specific well, albums or better songs.
1: than revenge, better than revenge and dear John are the two I I want to say the two most controversial songs by her, if you will, the ones that most people are afraid about. They don't know whether we're gonna get it or not. Yeah. I ultimately think that we're not gonna get better than revenge, um, and if we do get it. There's going to be changes to it. She's going to probably change the lyric. She's better known for the things that she does on the mattress because that is definitely like the most controversial lyric in there. And then just like a few, I think there's going to be lyric changes. I think the entire, the theme of the song might stay the same, but she's going to change around a lot of it. And then as for Dear John, I don't know why she wouldn't record release it. Because at this point it's such a prominently known song that you know if she's doing it to like save face I guess it's stupid because we all know that it exists you know what I mean so it's stupid to me that they'd, they they yeah. wouldn't release it but
0: mm-hmm. I think there's also like talk about like her not releasing you belong with me yeah I feel no like you, you belong, belong with, with me have... is worse like there's than no there's no, the no
1: there's no debate about it. I because don't know why that's the that me... argument like isn't that the song that won her the grammy yeah. that won her the um yeah, I, yeah. that won I her the vma like, or it's, whatever
0: it's, yeah you belong with me started it. yeah like i mm-hmm. i think like it's it's just less obvious than better than revenge but like it's very much it's it's worse in terms of like a guy morales and stuff because it's literally about a girl yeah. stealing a her best friend away from his girlfriend. Like, I think that that's so much worse than Better Than Revenge. Because Better Than Revenge is just a song about, yeah. like, a, a broken-up ex like who's you, jealous you of, like, your new girl. Me and, comes,
1: you Belong, to, you belong like, With Me comes Taylor, from she, feminist, I Think I'm Better Than You for him. Better Than yeah. Revenge comes from just spite. Just, like, jealous spite. Yeah. And that's fine. You're allowed to be jealous and spiteful. But to better, literally tell yeah. someone, no, mm-hmm. you... You're not good enough for them. I'm better for them. It's kind of, you know, messy.
0: Yeah, I don't. Like, it's just, like, I think it just, like, because, like, Better the Revenge is, like, aggressive. Yeah. In the way that it's, like, more of, like, a rock song. Not so much, like, Like, You Belong With Me is, like, sweet little guitar notes and, like, very Straight like, up. innocently. Yeah. Like, the sound is innocent. Or, like, Better the Revenge is, like, hardcore, like, electric guitar type of sound. So it, like, sounds more aggressive. But like I don't, I don't know. Like I don't know. Like that's like the like what I was saying. Like it doesn't make sense to not release it because like you want it to be. Yeah. No. Like I. You, she's releasing them so that she. I think she kind of right like
1: at the same time. Like even though like I I mean I guess like even though they're not PC anymore. Um. I think that she has to release them ultimately because the entire reason why she's releasing them is that she owns them. So it's like for her to change them. It's not, it's going to keep people wanting to listen to the old versions and keeping them listening to the old versions isn't going to help because ultimately that's just like, yeah, that's as if she didn't record them, like we record them at all. So it kind of defeats the. Mhm. Yeah. Or
0: like, like the only thing yeah. that like would make sense of if she, if she's like ashamed of them and yeah. like embarrassed. It's like how um, Haley Williams
1: from Paramore is so to like, that she released the like, misery business. Them. But even so, it's like. Yeah, she's embarrassed that she released Misery Business, but in the same breath, she's like, well, I can't, like, not act like I didn't
0: release it, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, everyone, everyone knows what it's about, like, literally everyone is, like, I'm a feminist, but when it comes on, I'm gonna, like, forget all about that. Uh, Like, I don't think, like, I honestly, like, no one's upset about it, you know? You know,
1: Joe Jonas, like, I've never, uh, I've never We know know the song is about Joe Jonas and his girlfriend at the
0: time. He's happily married! um but yeah <laughs> but we i guess i mean we just have to like wait and see what what's gonna she happen She decides. and yeah. then the other thing is changing lyrics and i think that they're the main thing i've heard is in like picture to burn in terms of
1: lyric changes i honestly i have to say this, i like i hate the fact that people are bringing back what was like oh um, that's fine i'll tell okay. my mature gay yeah, yeah, yeah. Miller changed it or very early on. The only times that she's performed it with that lyric was when she was young, before the album fully even was released. Like, the reason why people have it is because of live versions, not a studio version. And so for me, people bringing that back up, I understand that it's the LGBT community that's bringing it back up. Yeah. Um, and they're the ones joking about it. But at this point, there's a lot of straight people making jokes about it and I hate that mm-hmm. because when you joke about it that way it's harmful and I understand that you can't necessarily control who's making jokes about it and who's not but at the end of the day it's like it's something that could potentially hurt people and it's ultimately stung by, stung by a straight woman and yeah. to be honest I get it back then when that song came out it was like what 2005 2006 yeah 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 back then that was, like, it was an insult, you know what I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. I'm a huge Glee fan, okay, Glee.
0: The thing is, it's not meant as an insult, which I think is, it makes it a little better, because it's not like she's saying, like, I'll tell mine that you're gay, like, to be rude. It's, like, saying she's going to tell her, like, her friends that he's gay so that they don't want to date him. him, Yeah. To, like, kind of, like, end all his chances with, like, with women, which it's not like she's saying, like, I'm going to tell everyone that you're gay so that you'll, like, get hate crimes and, like, everything for it it's so like I think that that like makes it it doesn't make it as like harsh but I still don't think that it's not like she it's not like she came out with that lyric and that's like what it's been like for the whole time and now she wants to like change it because it's offensive like they're doing the other they're it's going the other way they want her to like add it back in and they're like I respect I'm like they're like Taylor sweetie I'm okay if you do this like, it's but not. It's, but it's not, though. Yeah, like it's, and like if she doesn't do it, it's not going to change anything. Like that's the thing. It's not changing the song at all because that's not how the yeah. song's written currently. I think mean, there's other, I thought like there's another song that has like where she had gay in it or something and then changed it. I'm not sure. I think I might just be. No, missing.
1: it was just Picture to Burn. Okay. Yeah. 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 That's it. That's the only song that had the word you're gay in it. Okay. And that was the sentence. And it, in context, I mean, I get it. Like, She's essentially telling him, I'm going to tell every, like, eligible girl that you're gay. So, like, I mean, it may, like, I guess contextually it makes sense. But I I don't
0: understand why people are advocating so hard for yeah, it. Yeah, like, like, it's just not It just, okay. It can be easily mistaken to mean, like, I'll tell mine that you're gay in a negative way.
1: So, I think it it's should rest. Like,
0: a lot of people like to either.
1: like to bring back up things about Taylor that, I mean we all know the controversy that happened last week. We we all know like there's no need to shy away from it. Um, And you know, I mean bringing, bringing them up for accountability. That works in my opinion, personally, I think accountability works. I don't think cancel culture is real. I don't think it has ever been real. Everyone who's been canceled has a beautiful flourishing career. However, there is something called accountability, and that's something that's important. Is letting these celebrities know that they do have to, t- like, take responsibility for their mistakes. Um, there, I guess I I I'm gonna be very blunt here. I hate celebrity culture. I hate it yeah. so much. I'm sick and tired of people being put on these pedestals as if they're untouchable human beings, because they're not. At the end of the day, we're all humans. We're all like humans, especially when you're put in the spotlight from such a young age. You are human. You are growing up. You are going to make mistakes in your life. And celebrity culture often puts these people on pedestals and then doesn't give them a chance to change because that's just going to haunt them. So it's just going to continue following them for the rest of their career. So I don't know, there's like two sides of celebrity culture where it's like, it's great that these people are so loved, but also don't, don't like, I mean, it's okay to be a huge fan of them. Um, Don't, I don't necessarily like it when people say that their idol is a human being because at the end of the day, you don't know them. The only amount that you know is what they choose to show you. And that's probably not a lot. And it's just very weird to me that celebrity culture has become what it's become where it's like people are huge huge fans like when taylor was getting canceled people jumped to hype up people like ariana grande and i'm like i get it like ariana so like ariana so far has shown that she doesn't like she's not problematic but at the same time and i'm not saying that every celebrity is prone to make a mistake but i just hate the fact that we're jumping to hype up one human being to another because it's like ultimately they are human they might make a mistake and if they do you just you just have to accept it you know what I mean
0: yeah cancel culture is the stupidest thing I've ever like heard of it's the it's like I want to like I'm gonna talk about like on a future episode because it's just like it just baffles me so much and like the fact that it's like still going on yeah and I've never met a person like not online being like a little like troll who has said that they like cancel culture they think it's beneficial like everyone that I all my friends all my like teachers who have talked about it have been like this is the stupidest thing ever it doesn't make any sense it's completely it's so toxic it's terrible it is and I agree yeah I agree with what you're saying like celebrity culture like people especially I feel like younger um fans idolize them and like put them on like a pedestal almost as if like they're like worshiping them yeah and, like, I see it a lot on, like, TikTok, especially, like, What Happened, which... What happened is what we're talking about is... Um, there's, like, some... There's some other stuff, but, like, the main thing that started it was the Netflix show Ginny and Georgia. Yeah, Ginny and yes. Georgia. And they, like, made a comment um, that was, like, you go through men faster than Taylor Swift, which is obviously a bad line. Like, they should not have yeah. put that in there because...
1: Um, like, Well, I, I have an opposing opinion to that, but I'll let you finish explaining. Um because yeah I just I have something to say
0: um but also like I when I first like saw it I thought it was like funny because I was like I like commented like jokingly because I didn't like think that people were like super upset about it like obviously I think that it's bad because that was like borderline like slut shaming her and like and whoever I don't remember who was saying it to who but like that's just like like it doesn't matter date your dating life does not matter like it's not no one's business what you're doing it's your personal life Mm -hmm. But also the fact that that the the main character liked John Mayer and they also like mentioned Jake Gyllenhaal in the in the show, which I just thought it was like it's weird because like they and then they said the Taylor Swift line, which I, I don't know why, like I don't know if it was, like p- purely coincidental they had like those three names because mm-hmm. like those are like her two like major exes that everyone knows about. Yeah, um, but
1: my my thing with the Ginny and Georgia Taylor ended up coming online and responding to it because. Swifties decided to trend the hashtag respect to Swift. After Taylor spoke up about it, um, a lot of Swifties began sending hate towards the main actress, the actress that plays Ginny. And um a lot of Swifties also used it as an excuse to be racist towards her. Yeah. And in retaliation, um, people found old photos of Taylor. A lot of it has said to be to be debunked. Mm-hmm. Um I personally cannot speak because some of it was cultural appropriation, so I can't speak on it, um, but, you know, do with it what you will, you know, um, and she just hasn't spoken up about it. I, I genuinely think it's already blown over, to be honest. I think within yeah. a week, everyone will forget about it, um, but with that being said, with the Ginny and Georgia situation, I I don't know who yours watch the show. I don't know if you, did you watch, you watched it, right? I watched it, yeah. Yeah, Ginny, the character that says the line, is super annoying. She is super flawed and definitely, definitely was written with internalized misogyny in mind. Yeah,
0: was it? Um, she was it? Ginny saying it to her mom Georgia, right? Yeah, yeah okay. she was
1: saying it to her mom Georgia. Okay, yeah.
0: So if you watch the show, that
1: is Ginny's entire thing. Is she hates her mom because her mom constantly dates around? Like her yeah. mom will date around, won't settle down, and. Like, Ginny is, like, what? Like, supposed to be 16? Yeah, yeah, she's 15. To be honest, I don't think, like, with context in mind, I don't think it was that bad a line. Because she was written to be the super flawed, annoying character. So, like, in my head, it's just, like, like, I didn't think of it to be that bad. But I guess people decided to, like, get super aggravated about it. And my issue is, if Swifties hadn't made, like, As big a deal as they did. With the whole thing. It definitely would not have needed Taylor to speak up. Mm -hmm. Like she probably wouldn't have. I'm not saying that she was wrong to speak up. Because I do think that. As a woman. She is allowed to defend herself. Especially when her dating life. Was the butt of the joke for so long. But at the same time. I feel like there should have. There was maybe a better way to go about it. Mm -hmm. And the way that. Taylor did, which caused Swifties to it just became a mess. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it just honestly, I I think the argument. Well, she only dated nine men in this amount of years. Stupid, because even if she dated say thirty men, that's no one's business but hers. And exactly. she's
0: exactly like, oh,
1: like it's stupid to me that this has that this is still something that she has to defend herself about. Mm-hmm. Like
0: I've had friends go through more men than that in a less amount of time, but no one cares because no one is, like, obsessed with their personal life.
1: Yeah, and if they want matter. to, they're allowed
0: to. It yeah. doesn't matter. And I'm, but I'm, like, thinking, like, if I was, like, if I was her and I, like, heard that was, like, being a joke after, like, all this time, I would, I would be, like, really upset. Just I to, would like, yeah. just because I, I would be sick of it, which she's, like, sick of hearing about it. And I, yeah, I, like, I'm thinking about, like, in her, in her point of view, like, I would be, like, upset. I'd be hurt that they, that it's, like, that I've been trying so hard to, like, kind of, like, get over that and, you know, like, teach people not to do that. And then here it is, like, 2021, they're making a joke about it again.
1: Yeah. But I think on the other side of that little, like, I guess, coin or whatever is, um, the issue is, is that the people that wrote this show, they also wrote, I believe, the Degrassi show, The Next Class, and there was also Taylor Joke there. So a lot of people just believed, like, they had a theory that, the the writers were just targeting Taylor, mm-hmm. but with that, I just you know I think Taylor was allowed to to defend herself. But I, when you look at the tweet, that photo that she took, the one that she tweeted, that wasn't her. So she didn't watch the show. Yeah, she saw people trending respect Taylor Swift or her pub, publicist or whatever. Someone saw. Respect to her, Swift Trending, went and contacted her, told her to speak up, or maybe she decided mm-hmm. to speak up. So, I, while I do understand that she was allowed to defend herself, I just wish that it was, I guess, taken better because at the end of the day, Swifties blew it to be a huge thing and they took it as a way to be
0: terrible, terrible people. Yeah. They, and that's they- what sucks. They definitely took it way too far. And I, like, they were setting death threats on the Instagrams of, like, the the actor who said the line and, like, just everyone. And, like, that's never okay. Especially, think about it. It's her job. Like, she's not the one. Yeah. She didn't write the script. She's just, especially, like, acting is, like, it's such, like, a hard business. Like, you can argue all you want, but, like, the producers going to be like, no, you're saying the line. I don't care about, like, what you're thinking. Yeah, And I think, like, the show... Like the what the show was trying to do was good. Like obviously, like what like the lines where so the lines were like really cringy and like not appropriate. Mm-hmm. But like the show's about like having um like a young mixed girl as the lead, like trying to just like fit in in like a yeah. new school and like make friends and kind of like kind of like um maneuver through being um a mixed person with especially because her mom and brother are both white.
1: Yeah, and it's just, I don't know. this ent- The entire situation, I think, just, like, blew up way more than it needed to. Um, yeah. And, yeah, and now here we are for, I think Taylor ultimately, you know, she got canceled, like, on Twitter. And, at, like, three hours later, Taylor's love was trending to, like, mm-hmm. be the polar opposite of it. She's been on Twitter. She replied to a tweet by David Archuleta yesterday So she's been on Twitter. No one knows if she's actually seen it or not, or if she's going to release a statement regarding the old things that surfaced. Um, Mm -hmm. But, you know, I just think that it's going to blow over. Like, even if she doesn't speak up within like a day or two, it's going to be over because Taylor at this point is untouchable in her career. Um, Yeah. Regardless of what, like, people say, she is untouchable in her career. And then also, you know, she has so many diehard fans at this point that even if she loses casual listeners, her monthly listeners are mm-hmm. still way too high for her to ever be taken down. Like, when she was, when she wasn't even, like, huge, huge I think she blew up a lot more after Folklore. But even before yeah. Folklore, when she was just at, like, between Lover, Reputation, 1989, she had a huge fan base. So even if she loses the people that she gained through Folklore and Evermore, she's still going to be fine. It doesn't really matter. Yeah, she's
0: the artist of the decade of, was it two thousand the 2010s Yeah, the decade. 2010s. Like, she won Artist of the Decade. Like, she, they're, like, out of, like, everyone. So it's not, like, going to affect her. And she has all this anticipation surrounding her with the re-recording. Yeah. Especially and like people who are like fans of like her old music, they're gonna want to tune in. They're gonna like listen to it at least just to like see what it sounds like. So she yeah. is basically like releasing like five new albums. Yeah, and people are excited to like hear, listen to those and like re re like get rediscover their love for her. And
1: everything.
0: Yeah, I it's it's honestly like I I don't think
1: anything came out <laughs> came out of this. I think it was all yeah. just very um counterproductive swifties were in the right to be called out by fans because swifties were being super mm-hmm. super messy um i think taylor being i guess like taylor being told like oh now you speak up when like okay taylor as we know spoke up in miss americana about how she wants to be more political now she wants to take a political stance. Mm-hmm. Since then, she hasn't done a lot. Now, if she's doing anything behind the scenes, we don't know. Arguably, she could be. But for what is perceived by media, she's not doing anything. Which, to me, just seems very performative. And the fact that she jumped to speak up um, over a joke on a... Like, in in a TV show. And then fall silent for everything else is kind of very iffy to me personally yeah, it's, it's very yeah and i know a lot of people got mad at me for saying that i said it on tiktok and a lot of people got upset at me but it like okay you're allowed to defend yourself yes but at the same time like for example like two months ago there was a that saved by the bell reboot that came out they dragged selena they j- literally dragged mm-hmm. selena gomez they made fun of her lupus which to me is a lot like making fun of someone's disease, a lot worse than a joke like than a yeah. one-offline about how many people you dated. Mm-hmm. Selena stands, they called for accountability, but Selena herself didn't speak up because at the end of the day, things like this, you as for as much as it sucks, when you're a celebrity and you're putting yourself, I guess, like in that spotlight, you're going to ultimately get comments like that and get jokes like that and it's just gonna happen there's nothing you can really do and if you're and if you're going to call out every single time someone says something bad about you you're that's because that's just gonna become you you're just gonna purposely become the butt of the joke Mm
0: -hmm. yeah yeah I think with like the what you like the Miss Americana thing with the politics I I think that she does want to be more political but she i know like, cuz even in the show i think it was like her one like i think obviously her team was like fighting against her doing it. i think even her i think it was her dad even was like i wouldn't like i don't think you should do mm-hmm. this and she had to like really force it and i think maybe like there's a lot of like we don't know we literally don't we don't know anything that's going on so i think that there is a lot of possibilities about like maybe it's like her team's pushing really hard maybe they're like kind of like trying to force her to be silent maybe she has other things on her mind other than like trying to like fight to be yeah, more vocal and and i honestly i under i honestly get that
1: i think that's that's the issue is like um you know is that there's always someone controlling so we don't know fully
0: what's going on behind the scenes but still i don't know especially like celebrities because like they're held to like such like a high level even like the people close to them might kind of feel uncomfortable like telling them that they did something wrong because like they just seem like they're so powerful and so unreachable that they're like I don't know if I am like allowed to to, exactly yeah and I
1: feel like that's another issue with cancel culture is um people are also always afraid to I guess call them out if that makes sense like Mm -hmm. people are always afraid to call the person that they love because they're worried that they're gonna get canceled and then you can't talk about how much you love them anymore, which is another really, really harmful thing because that's not how we should be thinking as people. I still know that there's so many issues to her that it's like, yes, you can love someone, but at the same time, you can hold into like, you can hold in your mind that like, they are ultimately human and they've made a lot of mistakes. Hold them accountable for those mistakes. Telling someone you love that they've done something wrong is not does not ever mean that you don't love them anymore it doesn't ever mean yeah. that they're a terrible person it just means that you love them so much that you're telling them to acknowledge what they've done wrong if my brother came home one day and he was like i punched i punched someone today i'm not gonna be like okay that's fine you know what i mean i'm not gonna dismiss it i'm be like mm-hmm. okay i love you but what the hell was that like why'd you do that You know what I mean? Yeah. That's how, that's Mm -hmm. how you treat people you love. And celebrities, if you love a celebrity, it should be the same way. Like, that's the same thing with celebrity culture. Don't put them on this pedestal. Like, let them know that they've done something wrong. Because sometimes as humans, we don't realize that we've done something wrong. And it's okay for us to not realize that we've done something wrong. And to correct ourselves.
0: Yeah. I always thought that I was, like, really weird. Because I never was someone who was, like, obsessed with people. Like, like, like the same as, like, you, I love Taylor's music. I think that she's, like, an amazing songwriter. Like, she's probably one of the best songwriters. But I'm not, like, like, I was never, like, the person who would, like, know every single detail about them, like, their birthplace, their family life, all of that. And I, like, was, like, am I, like, just, like, the odd one out? Because I feel like a lot, like, all my, like, friends have, like, something that they, like, fix it on. That's, like, their thing. They know everything about no. it. Yeah. And I am just not like that. Like, I just don't. Yeah, like I'm not like a big like person who's like I I like content. I just kind of usually like ignore or like I'm not like super interested in like the actual like yeah same.
1: I like I I find I find her interesting or whatever. But like at the end of the day, I don't. I guess it's not like I don't care, but it's just that like I've never been super interested. I think the last time I was ever super interested in a celebrity's life was when i was what like 15 and a one direction fan you know what i mean like that's it that was like last time like yeah. si- i think 16 mm-hmm. i maxed out and i was like okay i'm done i don't care for a celebrity anymore if i enjoy their music i enjoy their music if i enjoy their acting i enjoy their acting that's it mm-hmm.
0: like i think that knowing more about them helps you like understand their content more like knowing about like Taylor's life, especially, like especially like with Taylor she writes so much about her experiences so, like knowing about her exes and like what happened between them helps you understand the song more or like even like I'm thinking about like like Cornelia Street knowing that she used to yeah have a property there it like it helps you understand the background of like her music but you don't need to do that in order to understand like there's like songs that I have like no clue what they're about but I just like the song
1: yeah exactly that's kind of what I feel like it's like I think knowing like some stuff about the celebrity is cool, but I think ultimately we don't have to know absolutely everything about them. And that's okay. You know, you don't have to know everything about them because yeah. you're not entitled to all the information.
0: Mm-hmm. And I think like this is kind of what we were talking about before with like the whole like Swifty like fandom, but I there's like, but then there's people in the like who are also fans that will hate on you because you don't know everything i think especially like with like younger fans and i'm like tiktok there's tiktok is just like a younger fan base like a younger um age Mm -hmm. range just in general so all of like the swifties on there are usually like under 18 and like most of them are like like early teens and everything and they i feel like they're very um more like important they like know more about her, and they kind of, like, hate, like, I know like, there's, like, a lot of, like, there was, like, a lot of hate for people who had just gotten into Taylor, and, like, like around, like, her, like, lover phase and stuff, and didn't know all, like, her old music, or, like, weren't fans of her when it came out, and I think that is, like, they, like, have, they feel like they have, like, a supremacy because they've been fans longer, or because they know so much more about her, but I, that, it's yeah. just, it's so stupid, and, like, the whole fandom, like, we've talked about this, the whole fandom is, like so bad I think
1: especially on TikTok I the amount of like hate comments I got because even now someone it's been days and someone I just got a notification that someone stitched my video um about saying like calling Taylor out and I'm not gonna I'm not gonna interact with anymore because the amount of people that have said god awful shit to me hurts like mm-hmm. I'm a human being and people yeah like and I'm not a content creator yeah. I'm not influencer I I'm a fan of stuff and I will make content for it that's it that's the bottom line but at the end of the day it's like I'm not like I I just I hate the fact that people I guess are like so mean and so are so quick to send you negativity just because you have an opposing opinion
0: mm-hmm. when
1: I, like, when big TikTokers, like, in the Taylor Swift fandom, for example, they make rankings, half of the people in the comments are literally being rude because their favorite song isn't number one, and it's like, you really do, at the end of the day, need to realize that we're all humans, okay, and we're all going to have different opinions, and we're all going to have different takes, and that's okay, because that's the way life works. If everyone shared the same exact mindset, and the same exact opinion, life would suck. It would literally, it would be, be so, boring. so
0: boring. And it's like it would probably be a happier place, but I think it would just be so yeah. And, and I, really I just boring. think
1: what makes what makes fandoms interesting is having varying opinions. As someone who's jumped, I've been through every mm-hmm. possible fandom imaginable. I've been a music fan. I've been a book fan. I've been a um anime tv show movies i've been through all of it and as someone who's been through all of it, i can say this what makes being part of a fandom community so fun is the fact that you can have different opinions and it's okay like it makes it fun like it gets bad yes when things like that get in the way when it gets super harmful like when people start hating on you for having an opposing opinion but If you don't do that and you just straight up vibe and you're like someone says, oh, I like this song over this song or oh, I prefer this character over this character. That's okay. And we like people need to take a minute to realize that. And that's I think a big issue is that there's so many young people on an app like TikTok that don't understand that that don't understand that people are allowed to have different opinions. So ultimately it's just like a lot of hate and it's it sucks because I'm here for the vibes. I'm here to talk about how I believe that reputation has no skips. If you think it has skips, good for you. I
0: don't Yeah, I think it has I I used to think the whole album was a skip, but I like it now, but I still have skips. But like I I and I think like with younger fans, they like me and Aya are I'm 19 she's 21 and then there's like fans that are like 13 and I just think that you'll they have different likes because they have not had any like like they have not like gone through high school they haven't like gone in been in college like had like a real like adult Mm -hmm. life experience and like even like me and Aya saying like we never been like in like a relationship but like we still have like had more experiences and I think that like more like when you're you're we're more mature, and I think that there's songs that we can appreciate more and that we like because of that. Whereas, like, a 13 year old will like listen to a song like Cowboy, like me, yeah. and they're like, I don't like it. But, like, as for me, I that is literally, I love that song, it's like one of my favorite songs. But I just think that people like can't appreciate as much. And I think just like being younger, like, because like when I was younger, I didn't like certain songs off the of speak now, but now that I'm older, I think it's okay, like, like all you're of. allowed to think that way, yeah. And, like, I don't, I don't know, I think that they, like, since they, like, don't understand the appeal of the songs, they feel like they have to, like, share their opinion, like, hate and be like, well, that's so stupid that you <laughs> like that song, because I don't. But we all have had, like, 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 you were saying, like, with All Too Well, you don't, like, really, like, feel, like, emotional from it, and I do, but it's just because we, like, have different experiences, and, like, my experiences make it a more, like, yeah. meaningful song to me. And then with you, with, like, This Is Me Trying, I'm not, like, a huge fan of that song. But I just think I just, like, can't really relate to it, and I can't,
1: like, yeah. understand. And I think it like that's works. a thing that it's, like, at the, at, I mean, people are young, so they're going to be susceptible to saying whatever they want to say. But we ultimately do need to realize that it's like, every, to each their own, you know what I mean? And especially with music, to each their own. Um, yeah. Yeah. Speaking of, speaking of songs we don't like... Do you have your list of skips? Um, Not really, because, okay, so like I said, um, I'm so easy to
0: please say that. I, yeah, I honestly, honestly, looking at my list of skips now, I honestly feel like it's kind of changed. But I'm going to just, like, to add, just to, just to get over all the the dumb (laughs) Swifty stuff, because they are just... They just need. They need like. I have to confess. I'm a simpleton. To me,
1: I'm gonna say some of these songs are skips, but I want you all to know that like they're not. Like I will. I just I won't actively listen to it. Like I'm not gonna seek it out, but I won't skip it if it comes on. So
0: Mm -hmm. I listen to like. Okay, so give you can give your
1: list and then Mm -hmm. I'll give mine
0: because I mine I feel like mine is gonna be a lot shorter. Okay, I feel like yeah, mine. I kind of just did like skips that are like more. Because there's songs that I skip mm-hmm. that I just, like, have never actually, like, listened to just because, like, like, we like, I, <laughs> you're a simpleton. I'm just someone who can't listen to new music. Like, I don't like music just because I never listen to it. And I, like, can't, like, bring myself to, like, uh-huh. sit down and, like, fully, like, hear the song. So, like, okay. these are just, like, skips that I, like, have, like, feelings about. But the first is Dorothea. And I know that you like it. But I, like, it just, it seems very, like, childish to me. Like, it's a really happy song. And I listened to it yesterday, I think. But I just, it's not, like, compared to, like, the rest of the album, it's Mm -hmm. not, it's just not good to me. And it's the same with Evermore, but Evermore, I, I love Exile, her other song with um, Bon Iver, but I don't like Evermore. I think it's because of that, like, aggressive. Oh, really? That's what makes you like it? That threw me off, and I was like, what? I was like, where are we going? What is happening? And I, like, it just... I feel like it doesn't flow well, and it makes me like it just doesn't like mm-hmm. make my brain happy to hear. Okay, that little that little skip, that little mix. What are your skips? Let's um, just do like my album. Do you not, have any skips on Evermore? Uh,
1: I don't. I mean, I don't like I said these aren't necessarily skips, but I just don't actively listen to them, and um, it's it's happiness. <laughs>
0: yeah I get, yeah like exactly. happiness i need to be in like a certain mood i think it's a really well-written song it's I just, and, like amazing lyrics
1: but it's yeah it really is, is. and as someone i listening. listen to music primarily when i'm doing chores or when i'm doing something like um driving mm-hmm. around or whatever so because of that i just don't you know love to listen to it all the time so yeah
0: it's a skip <laughs> okay and then i'm just going by my list and i think that is i think this is on no oh, this is on folklore yeah mirrorball don't i feel like i feel like the thing is i feel like i've never like really like listened to it i've listened i've listened to it a ton but i've always been like doing stuff while i'm like listening to it, or, like on my phone so i haven't really like heard the lyrics but i think like from what i've heard i'm not i'm just like not it's yeah not I, understand song, I understand not like that i understand why people don't like mirrorball
1: personally i have no i don't have any skips on um on folklore um it has no skips to me but I understand why people mm-hmm. skip a song like I know Mirrorball and Hoax and um Epiphany are like the three most popular songs that skips I personally see why people would skip them I don't yeah. I really like all three of them.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I see like with folklore I like just kind of like got into it so I haven't like really, like there's songs that I love but I haven't solidified mm-hmm. the songs that I don't like too much. But yeah, and then I feel like Lover Lover I can like lover I can listen to fully, but I need to like be in a specific yeah, mood same. to um, be able to like if, listen to the song.
1: If I'm not in the mood, I guess, then I will actively skip um <laughs> me. <laughs> it's just me. Me and you me you need to calm down yes. are like the two songs that I will actively skip. Um
0: Oh yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, I don't like, it's just I those don't two like songs. Um, Never soon you'll get
1: it. better makes me very sad. Um, because I experience something that yeah. you know makes me relate to the song, and so I can't, I, I can't listen mm-hmm. to it if I'm not like actively sad. I guess if I'm not sad, then I'm not gonna listen to it. Mm-hmm. But um, that doesn't mean I skip it because I'm depressed, so I'm sad all the time
0: yeah and then i think for reputation i honest i have like a few listed but i think like currently the only one the only song that i actively always skip is gorgeous and i like i just can't i just can't listen to it it's just i just feel like it seems so off and i i know that like yeah. that's like a common skip for reputation is gorgeous and i know like um, no one i
1: don't skip any song likes it reputation. reputation is a no skips album for me do you like i love
0: gorgeous do you like gorgeous (laughs) yeah i i
1: really okay well my favorite song off of off of um reputation is um call it what you want but gorgeous definitely doesn't rank low it's definitely not like a low ranking song it's good i like it so yeah yeah. "Gorgeous." yeah Mm -hmm.
0: i just think i think like it's the same with like dorothea i feel like it's like Mm -hmm. more of like a childish song which i don't know like i'd not like childish but just like yeah less like intricate and i feel like with her old music i love yeah the songs that that are like not intricate and they're very just like fun but with her with her newer music it just they seem out of place and if i'm listening to like new taylor i want that like mature like late 20s woman who's like writing these incredible songs that are like super meaningful and like really like
1: yeah and i just, get like, it i honestly songs, do you know um i talked about this and i'll like i guess restate it i link a lot of songs to my favorite characters to my favorite like books my favorite movies my favorite chips whatever and that's one of the reasons why i really like gorgeous because i just linked it to one of my favorite characters um slash ships so in my head um when i hear the song i'm not i just instantly picture that and so it makes it a better song experience for me but i understand why people don't like it all right no skips. No, no
0: no skips. No skips on there. The only thing I have to say is that I didn't even know this until, like, recently. I didn't know that You Are In Love wasn't on the actual album.
1: Yeah, Wonderland, You Are In Love, and New Romantics aren't on the main album. and it's
0: I just thought that – I only thought that it was New Romantics and Wonderland because I don't – I remember when those two came to them, and I don't remember, like, listening to You Are In Love and being like, oh, my God, I love how this just came out. Yeah, well – Like, for me, that's always been, like –
1: Deluxe never on Deluxe album. came out know. the same exact time that the the normal nineteen eighty nine did. So like me, I've always only listened mm-hmm. to Deluxe edition. I never I never listen. Same with Red Deluxe. I don't listen to normal red. I listen to Red Deluxe. I only Yeah.
0: I that's yeah, that's, I mean that's the same with all of the songs. I only Even stream if I don't the listen deluxe. to the extra songs, I but I, I I can't I think that maybe when I started listening to nineteen eighty nine I didn't know that the yeah. deluxe was also out so I just listened to the regular one but I just like cannot remember when I first listened to You're in Love then because I remember listening to New Romantics in Wonderland when they when I like first realized that like the deluxe version was out and I don't remember You're in Love but that is like my that used to be my favorite my favorite It's it's song my, and it's that's one like, of my, my on the album. I think it's in my top five t- favorite Taylor Swift songs it
1: is so no I it is you so did, personal like, to one me
0: of um it
1: literally, I, I linked I it to it. my favorite couple and now it's like my favorite fictional couple, obviously. And now it just, it, it forever has mm-hmm. a special, special place in my heart. I, I don't understand how people don't like it. I mean, I get it. It's very slow, but, and I mean, the story behind it's kind of stupid. I get it, but I love it. I don't know.
0: I it's I love it so much. Yeah. Red, I have, I okay, feel like. <laughs> Girl I love home. Girl Home. Like I love Girl
1: Home so much. And it makes me so think,
0: upset. <laughs> I think... <laughs> I also have... I almost do, but I think that I actually like that song. I think I just, like, didn't listen to it enough. <laughs>
1: yeah. I know, isn't
0: that one of your, like, favorites? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think I do like it. I just think that I didn't, like, listen to it that much. But also... Okay, but then Holy Ground is a really good song. I just cannot, like, personally like enjoy it just like i feel like like i know like that's like one of her like most popular songs on red but i just like yeah like for me um, just red also it. has it no skips it, you
1: know to me <laughs> so how many albums is that with like no skips yeah it doesn't have any <laughs> skips to I... Me. um i love all of them and you know like none of them really are skippable to me i don't actively seek out um the lucky one or sad beautiful tragic I don't actively listen to those songs just because I I don't, yeah. but that's it. Like, I'm not going to like, I'm not going to skip them if they come on shuffle. You know what I mean? So that's why I don't consider them skips because to me, a skip is a song that mm-hmm. like, I just won't listen to at all. And to be honest, no Taylor song to me is a skip because I yeah. listen to all of them. I just have to be in a very specific mood.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think like I, the thing is I mm-hmm. don't listen to red that often I will listen to like All Too Well, and then the last time and the moment I knew. The moment I knew is one of my oh favorite yeah, hundred percent, and that deserved to be on the original track list. That is one of my favorite songs. So like I will I will seek out and I'll listen to just that song or like just like my like mm-hmm. four favorites from there. So I don't listen to like the full album, and I think I need to be in like a specific mood because like with like yeah. twenty two, I don't really like it that much. It's, but the thing is, it's a super fun song. It's, like, the same as, like, Shake It Off or Me. They're super fun. I just yeah. don't want to, like, listen to that, like, on, like, my TV. And that makes so
1: much sense. Um, like, For me, personally, I, stuff, you know. Um, Red came out the same time, um, not to, like, go back to, like, my favorite stupid books, but it came out the same time that... I believe Mark of Athena. Yes, Mark of Athena from the Heroes of Olympus series came out. And that Mm -hmm. was a peak year in my life. Um, I was very happy. And it came out the same time. They came out within weeks of each other. And so whenever I think of Red, I only think of, Mm -hmm. like, happy memories with my friends and, and, like, that book. And, like, us being so excited for that book to come out, us being so excited for the album. So... For me, it's just an exciting, like, album. Not necessarily because of the music, but just because of the f- memories I've linked
0: to it. So, yeah, I, don't know. I love the album. Yeah, I think with Red, there's a lot of lyrics that I love. But, like, the whole song is not, like, my favorite. But, like, this, like, with, like, Weird It Never Getting Back to Get Out, the part where she's, like, and he calls me up and he's, like, I still love you. That is <laughs> one of my favorites, my favorite, like, hearts of any any of her songs is like that I think that's like amazing and I love like oh, I love like the really, one where like she's she like I can't yeah. talk at the Grammys or whatever yeah she's like I'm sorry like I'm too busy before, performing at the Grammys I love like I love that she does that like that's one of my favorites and like with, like, 20, like, 22 is such yeah. such a fun song, but it's a song that I need to, like, be with my friends to listen to, and we're, like, all, like, yeah.
1: um, singing it together. Yeah, and stuff. I
0: think that's definitely very true. is uh, There's a lot of songs on there that, like, you need to, you just need to be in a very specific mood, and that's okay. um A song, another song on there that I feel like I, when it first came out, I, like, loved it, or, not like, maybe not when it first came out, but, like, a few years ago, I loved it, and I kind of, like, forgot about I love like, it. Like, Starlight, and I know a lot of people hate it. I, it is, it's I think it's about oh. Connor Kennedy, isn't it? I, like, I love it so much. I think that that's such, like, a... Yeah, such, and it's just so cute. I love her storytelling songs. Her, like, lyrics with storytelling songs yeah, are... Yeah, I just love it. They're just so, they're just, like, top-notch. And with The way another, that she writes them. I guess, yeah.
1: do you want to... Let's just go into Speak Now. Um, speak Now, to me... Yeah. The only song I will skip is, is um, is mean. It's just not good.
0: Yeah, I can understand that. It's not my. It's fun, but it's just. It's just no. It's like, just it's childish like, it's to me. Like, fun like that's the issue. That's more... Is it's
1: childish to me? So that's why I don't listen to it. Yeah, but, it's like more of like a yeah. um. Yeah. Besides that, so good. Such mm-hmm. a good album.
0: Yeah, but like that one. The thing is, like, it's also like it has like a, the moment like when she was at the Grammy. Yeah, and she's like, like things like that make me happy. But that, like, when she, yeah. Yeah, I don't like. I yeah, I wouldn't like specifically be like I want to put on me unless I'm in like a really like specific mood. But yeah, there's like that album is no skips except for the two like <gasps> bonus songs, ours and Superman. I love Superman. Superman I, just, <laughs> I never listened to like fully, and I think that it is a fun song. Yeah, I think that if I like actually listened to it, I would like it. And, like the clips I've heard, it sounds. Uh, I good, get it. It's about ours. Mayer I too, just don't. So like
1: it. We're allowed to hate that song. It's really sad that she yeah. went from writing Hours and Superman <laughs> to Dear John. Like,
0: that's, that's really upsetting. Anyway, um, Fearless. Fearless is, like, another one that I listen I to. I skip Specific The Best songs. Day,
1: You Belong With Me, Hey Steven, 15. Yeah, same. Superstar.
0: And I, I think that one's more – it's, like, the same as, like, Red, White I have my favorites – And the rest, I kind of just, like, don't really pay attention to. But I can, like, listen to them. So, like, on there, I love 15 and Fearless. Those, I just, like, think that, I don't know, I just love them so much. And then I love Forever and Always, but only the piano version. Wait, why, though? I kind of like it. I like it. I don't know
1: why. Maybe it's because of the, it has, like, a slight rockness to it. Like, pop rockness to it. That gets me because I like, Mm -hmm. I forever and always piano version shows the pain forever and always normal shows the anger and I love that I love that there is a slight contrast between the two
0: Mm -hmm. I think that I I'm pretty sure I heard the piano version first I think that is Uh like the reason is because I heard it first so the regular one just sounded as a ballad and I think that it works Mm -hmm. so much better as a as a uh, understandable as, as like a piano instead of the um Yeah, so I always skip that. I think because just because like if I want to listen to Forever, always I would always pick the piano version over the regular stuff. If if it comes on, I will like immediately stop and and just like change it to the Mm -hmm. piano version. Um, because I want to hear it, but I don't want to hear debut.
1: I'm gonna be honest. I'm not gonna list my skips for debut. I'm just gonna list the songs that I actually listen to off debut instead. (laughs) Because um, so cold Is you.
0: Yeah, Mary's
1: song. I'm only me when I'm with you and. Mm -hmm. Tied together with a smile, and a perfectly good heart are the only songs that I listen to off the album. The rest I don't. And even a perfectly good heart, I have to be in a very specific mood for.
0: Yeah. I my like staple songs are our song "Picture to Burn" and "Should Have Said No." I'm recently I listened to "Cold as You" and I do really like it. But it's like if I'm gonna listen to something off of debut, uh-huh. I'm gonna probably be picture her her or our song those are my top two and then she just said no it's just good but I don't yeah because like the same thing like when it came out I was a child so and then she just kept putting out new music and I would listen to the new music and I wouldn't list that's the same with like with fearless I would listen to like the newer stuff and not her old stuff so I'd only heard like the popular songs on there even though I even though fearless and debut were the CDs that I had I just like Don't have a memory as a child of listening to specific songs
1: um, on there. To be honest, Mary's song,
0: song." Oh My My My, is
1: one of my favorite Toast of Songs, period. It's like in my top 10. So I really like it. And it's the only song I actively seek out off the album. The rest are just like, oh, if they come on shuffle, they come on shuffle, whatever.
0: Mm, I, yeah. I like, I do know that though, the music videos for, for, um, debut are like the most prominent like I remember watching the R song music video and like just being mesmerized and like picture to burn is probably like one of my favorite music videos I don't it's just like because it's like it's like old Taylor it's like very it's very reminiscent of like that time mm-hmm. here and the music videos that they would have back then it like, just reminds me of like my childhood and like yeah the classic music video I mean I get it yeah those are but yeah no I, I The things I have written are Mary I, I don't like Mary's song um
1: tied together with smile got and me tied together with smile, so much I don't like either. in my early teens but, um that I same with um innocent and never grow up so I can't I can't mm-hmm. shy away from those songs they mean the world to me um but songs like um mary's song is i am a suck like once again the book link so i'm just a sucker for the fact that i was able to link it and it just i don't like i don't know it lyrically i love the story that it tells the idea of like two little kids knowing each other from when they're young and then falling in love and getting married it's just it's adorable to me so yeah yeah
0: i get that yeah all right I think yeah I think we that's all yeah of our, all of the albums we've been well, talking thank you for coming on and you're welcome yeah so if you guys want to um listen to her podcast follow it I will have her link tree in the episode description and I will post it on my podcast Instagram and everything but thank you for coming. <laughs> you know, it's a, it's a, a great topic. talking it's okay. about. T- <laughs> all right, guys. Thanks for joining us on this episode. Um, make sure you check out Aya's podcast, follow her, listen to her um, episodes and everything. I will have all of her links in the episode description. Um, make sure you follow my podcast on wherever you're listening. And I will see you guys next week.